Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yamini. Each week, we will look in the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This month's Parsha Perspective is being sponsored by Shlomo Pesia and Daniela Hessen family in honor of the upcoming yortzeit of Shlomo Pesia's father, Yosef ben Zev Wolf. May his neshama have an aliyah and may his memory be a blessing for his family and entire Jewish people. If you or someone you know would like to sponsor a month of the Parsha Perspective, please email us at theparshaperspective at gmail.com or at our Facebook page, The Parsha Perspective. This week's Parsha is Parsha's told us, where we are introduced to the last patriarch, Yaakov Avinu. His parents, Yitzchak and Rivka, did not have children for over 20 years, but then God blessed them with twins. Unfortunately, Rivka was experiencing a very hard pregnancy, so she decided to ask Shem and Aver, the two Torah scholars of that time, what was going on. And they told her that her two children will be fathers to two nations, but will be very drastically different. So when Esav and Yaakov were born, it was easy to tell the difference between them. Esav was a man of the field, a hunter, and a killer. Yaakov, on the other hand, was a timid person that spent his day in study in his tent. Yitzchak loved Esav, his Bechar, his firstborn, and Rivka loved Yaakov. So when it came time for Yitzchak to give the firstborn blessings, he called Esav and said, Go and hunt for me some food, and when I'm finished, I will give you the firstborn blessings. Rivka overheard this conversation and knew that Esav sold his birthright to Yaakov, quickly cooked up some food, and told Yaakov to put on some clothing of Esav and go and get the blessings. Yaakov did as his mother instructed. He took the food that she cooked for him and took Esav's clothing, put it on, and went to his father and introduced himself as Esav. When Yitzchak finished the food, he blessed Yaakov with physical blessings, but more importantly, he blessed Yaakov that his brother will be his servant and that those who shall curse him shall be cursed, and those who shall bless him shall be blessed. Yaakov left his father's presence, and then walked in Esav with a platter of food, and he asked for the blessings. And then Yitzchak realized what happened, that Yaakov had tricked him and gotten the blessings. Esav then became furious with Yaakov. Wanting to kill him, Rivka sent him to Haran to run away from Esav and to find a new wife. When the Torah introduced Yaakov and Esav when they were young, it says, Vayihi Esav Yedeyat He was a man that knew hunting. Ish Sada, he was a man of the field. Vayakov Ishtam Yeshev Ayolim. The Yaakov was a timid person. He sat in his tent and studied all day. Rashi points out that when it says Tam, it means that Yaakov was not an expert in deception. But Esav was, as Esav would deceive his father Yitzchak and his grandfather Avraham. And if so, how is it possible that Yaakov was able to deceive Yitzchak into thinking that he was Esav? How is it possible that he can go and misrepresent himself to get the blessings? If his personality was so timid and innocent. One of the answers that is given is that Yaakov was able to break out of his personality that he was given as a timid and shy person to be able to accept the blessings to become the father of the Jewish people. Because Rivka, his mother, knew who Esau really was and who Yaakov really was, and therefore decided to make sure that Yaakov would get the blessings. For Yaakov, his personality trait was honest and timid, but that doesn't mean that if the situation arises, Yaakov won't be able to adapt to the situation and be able to get the blessings that are rightfully his and become the father of the Jewish people. In our daily life, 
we are given a personality trait that is our main characteristics, like adventurer, thrill-seeker, risk-taker, and outgoing. On the opposite side of the spectrum, you have the person that is an introvert, quiet, and shy. But that doesn't mean that you cannot adapt to the situation at hand and take care of what is necessary for a quiet person to become outgoing to take care of his family and so on. It is important to be able to be flexible enough to adapt to the situation and to realize that we are not locked into the personality trait that we are given. We can always transform ourselves and change and adapt if necessary. Because adapting to the situation at hand is the key to survival, is the key to real success. Like a gourmet chef that uses his expertise in knowing when to use various ingredients and in what proportions in order to get certain flavors, some more spicy, some more bold, some more sweet. Same thing by human beings and their character traits. We need to be experts in our personality traits to figure out when to use certain traits to gain a certain personality, whether it be a more bold or kind and so on. Depending on what situation, one has to decide what ingredients and in how much degree to use it to get the perfect finished product. There's a great quote by Albert Einstein. The measure of intelligence is the ability to adapt. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.